This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I'm in a sticky situation. Need advice. song that was grold it was really grold that was that was more than silver it was grold (laughs) i really appreciate that grold song by aaron brown from canada the man with the golden voice nice (laughs) he says there are two kinds of people in this world people who crush their new year's resolution within the first month and people who crush them within the first month of the following year apparently i'm the latter indeed Indeed you so are. this was his 2019 resolution. It was worth the wait. And he finally got around to it. I can't believe he waited that long to to hide his voice. That was to, a... He, sh- he hid his voice from us. It was an everlong parody by the Fighters Foo. Indeed. You know what Foo stands for, right? Uh, I guess, no. Food. Pray tell. Yeah, it's short for food. No. <laughs> I, don't th- I, think it's, I think it's short for, or long for Kung Fu. So they probably had like, oh, let's call us the Food Fighters. That's fun. It's playful. We could do like food fights in uh, our music videos. And then Dave Grohl went this to submit up. it on AIM. And it was like, F-O-O-D-F-I-I-G-H-T-E-R. Oh, shit, we're out of space. Let me get rid of the D. So then it was like, Foo Fighters, that's fine, that's close enough. You think that that is what happened? You think that Dave Grohl was submitting the band's name to AIM and it was too long? Yeah, because this was the early 90s and that's sort of how you like copyright shit. Uh, it looks like it is, they, according to Wikipedia, it's an unidentified flying object of a kind reported by U.S. pilots during World War II. You mean World War Foo? <laughs> <laughs> oh god 
Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're becoming man. a germ. <laughs> you're just one big germ. I really am. What happened? You, of course, you're sick, so you blame me because that's what usually happens. That is what happens. Whenever we're both sick, it's always my fault, right? Well, because you're better, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm better. That's how it works. You feel so a little you got sick, sick first. And then you feel better. I'm sorry. You got Oh, my brother is FaceTiming me. Oh, jeez. Perfect timing. Uh, I'll have to, I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to decline it. I'm sorry. That's but okay. I'll, he'll, he, he'll hear this and he'll understand why. I'll chat with him later. Uh, yeah, look, I think the way sickness typically works is that one person gets sick, they get another sick uh-huh. and, and so on and so forth. But you always uh, think it's me getting you sick. You always do get me sick, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I'm sick, you're mad at me because you know that you're going to get I sick. I know that I'll get sick. I know I'm going to get I basically, I think I have a fucking perfect immune system, except you know how to get past the wall. <laughs> I'm the Yugo of your immune system. <laughs> I knew it, too. As soon as I walked in to, uh, to the room with you in LA, and I just, I heard you fucking sniffle. I I knew I was done, and you. It was too late. You sit there. You're almost <laughs> proud. You're you fucking love. Have you it. ever gotten me sick, or it's always the other way around? Um, I don't know. I probably have gotten you sick. Fine, but I'll tell you two times. I you got me sick on my bachelor party. I'll never forgive <laughs> you for that one. I'm sorry I had to fly to Iceland on a red eye, and I didn't feel good when I landed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're you're so contagious. <laughs> <laughs> Does Jill ever get you sick or do you ever get Jill sick? Um Jill's I I think we've probably gotten each other sick, but actually it I've, she's been sick and we've like spent a week in the house with her being sick and I didn't catch it. And why do you think that what you're currently feeling right now is mine and not hers? Um I guess because she wasn't sick when I left or when I got back. So you're like, oh, maybe it takes too long. I mean, I think that it happens pretty fast. I like was in an editing bay with you and one other person who was also <laughs> sick. So it seems pretty, it stands to reason that that's where yeah. the sickness came, right? Right. Like, what do you Plus assume? the travel. You know, when you're going from hot weather to cold weather on an airplane. It's not, that's not what it's about. It's That's not what it's about. It's about being in close proximity <laughs> with a fucking germ. That's you, man. Have you have you have I ever gotten you sick? Probably. I'm just not like a little brat about it. Little what? Little yeah, what? Oh, a little brat. A little, a right. little branch. You're calling about me it. a little little <laughs> You're brat. A twig of it. <laughs> a little bit of a jerk, right? <laughs> and then your neck also hurts. Yeah, man, my neck also. <laughs> You're hurts. lying down in a very peculiar fashion right now. I don't know what I did, but I sort of pitched my neck. My body is falling apart from the foot up. <laughs> so there's. All of it. Everything and from the neck down. I got a head cold, a neck ache, uh, a fucking bum foot. You're not resting. Is the everything problem. else is kind of. You're fine. going out still. Yes, I am. I'm not going out. You didn't go to that comedy show yesterday. Well, I went to Gabrus's High and Mighty Power Hour. I wasn't going to miss that. <laughs> That's out. That's of course out. Okay. It's cold. You're leaving the house. You're not resting. You're drinking. I should be resting. Yeah. I didn't really And then drink, tonight you're but... going to another party. Yeah. Vinny's birthday. I'm not going to miss that shit. <laughs> so now you're going to get other people sick. Yeah. Honestly, I might. I really well, might. That's fine. Because you're yeah. already sick. 
I guess, I guess, uh, I guess I'm just looking out for number one. <laughs> you. Yeah. No, I think I am going to go and I'll probably get some people. I'll probably shake hands willy nilly. Oh, that's cool. You'll yeah. do like a kissing game of sorts. A hug, Let's kiss play on the cheek. The bottle. <laughs> have a sip of my drink. This is a nice cocktail. Have a sip. No, really have it. Why don't you take mine? I'll hawk a loogie and a fucking beer and give it to Dave Rosenberg. I don't care. Yeah, you don't. I really don't care because I'm in pain and I want everyone to be in pain. My <laughs> neck hurts, so I want your neck to hurt. Yeah, it's unrelated. You should neck, have foot surgery. What? <laughs> no, I, yeah, my my neck, I don't know what I did. I like slept on it weird. And uh, on Saturday, what day is today? Today is Friday, so it's been like six days. Uh, but last Saturday, I like could not turn my head to look over my left or right shoulder. That's not okay. It was so it was so tight and sore. Basically, I'm turning 37 this weekend, and it's making you age 50 years in the process. It seems like it. I gotta as soon as my as soon as my foot's better, I gotta start doing yoga nonstop. That's cool. That's my Quick new. That's gonna be my New Year's resolution. Just fucking yoga. I was gonna. I said nonstop, but I was gonna say my resolution was to do it twice a week, which is, which is to me nonstop. Yeah, it is nonstop if you do it for three and a half days straight, twice a week. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I'll have to do. I do. I'm gonna start uh, doing more. Do you don't have any pain in your body? Zero, zilch, nothing. nothing uh, hurts. Right now, uh, fuck off. Uh, if earlier you think today, about it. I bit my cheek, so I feel like that'll um, that'll sort of hurt. <laughs> that's good. Actually, that helps a little bit. It's really frustrating oh, you know about your cheek. It just healed. Really? <laughs> this is the darndest thing. <laughs> and I bit my cheek out of solidarity, so mine is fucking. I'm bleeding. Uh, all right, let's let's look out for number fun. That's right, answering nice. some questions for everybody. Yeah. Uh, this is a fire you after all an advice podcast, the only advice podcast on the web, hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Josh. And you are um, falling apart, but still with us. Yeah, it feels so sick. You think you're, if you feel this good in two hours, will you still go to a party? Um, yeah, well, the thing is, I, it's not about, I mean, I, I love Vinny. I'm going to go to his party, but um, I had also, I'm getting dinner with, uh, with Jeff and Dave and Mike, and I made a reservation and they charge me if I don't go. So yeah. <laughs> I got to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to eat that fucking 80 bucks. No, you're going to eat that steak frites when you get there. I'm not going to eat a steak frites. I'm a freaking vegan, dude. I don't eat steak oh, yeah. frites. We got some questions about the veganism, but we'll save that for the break. Right, good, as long as people aren't coming at me. Here's a question um, from a lady. Um, we'll call her Stay Freya. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's sort of named after steak frite, but it's nice. like a steak frita callo, I should say. Very good. Um. I need your help to help me settle the dumbest yet most high stakes argument my boyfriend and I have ever gotten into. One day, when the topic of babies came up, came up, my boyfriend mentions that he, had, if he had a son, he'd want to name it Buster. I laughed like any mentally sound person would, considering I rightfully assumed this was a joke. <laughs> nope. Months have passed since this conversation, and every time he can bring it up. Uh, he genuinely wants to name a child that I will have to carry that inside me and suffer for nine months named fucking Buster. He will rub my stomach and say, can't wait till put little Buster in there. It makes me want to slap him. 
Wait, now, he, all of uh, this is hypothetical, seeing as though neither of us want children anytime soon. So if I'm lucky, we will only have daughters, and I will never have to even approach this argument ever again. However, he is seriously... Is he seriously convinced that Buster is a really cool-sounding baby name? My question is, is Buster actually a cool fucking name, and am I just being a bitch? I need your <laughs> wisdom. Desperately. Help me or help him see this situation clearly. Love you guys so much. Been listening for years. Patreon member, and I saw you guys in Chicago. Sweet. Hey, thanks. I already told him you can call the kid Buster as a nickname. I don't give a fuck about that, but Buster will never go on a birth certificate. I, that's the. I mean, that's kind of the perfect solution, isn't it? I don't think Buster. Buster is a good name on the birth certificate, but Buster's kind of a cute nickname. Yeah, let me see what Buster Keaton's real name was. Joseph Frank. Oh, so not really B. Yeah, I don't. I I think Buster. I don't know. I I also don't fully. I'm not fully on board with like designing a nickname. And then, you know, like, you name your kid something, and then you're like, but the nickname will be this. I feel like nicknames need to occur a little more naturally. Yeah, like, you don't know what the nickname will be until they fucking, they happen organically. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing, Buster. Oh, wait, no, that worked. It did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although, now I'm hearing more, like, uh, abbreviated names or, like, the official name, like... My buddy Josh Heller, shout out to Josh, had a baby named, actually had twins, Hank and Lucy, but Hank isn't short for Henry. It's just Hank, officially, Hank Heller. Yeah, I love that name, by the way. I told I told you this, but I I had always dreamed of naming my son Hank. Uh, yeah, the, the HH, Hank Heller, Hank Hurwitz. Yeah, luckily for, for Heller, well, I guess he wouldn't really care if I, my son was named Hank, but Jill's not interested. Yeah, so that's another example. Like, that seems like both parents have to really agree on this name. Yeah, I floated some baby names by Jill that she did not like. Anything as bad as Buster? Ragnar. I'm like kind of hell bent on naming my kid Ragnar. <laughs> What's Ragnar? Is that like a movie? It's like a Norse, uh, Icelandic type Viking name. Uh, there Rag was a movie called Thor Ragnarok. Unrelated to that. Yeah, well, I think maybe it's related. It's like some kind of like war god or something, Ragnar. Yeah. Um, you and want I to think, create like a little D and D character, sort of. Yeah, I mean, like, you, yeah, you. I feel like you grow into your name, right? Like Buster would probably be a little bit of a scoundrel, which is a good reason not to name him Buster right off the bat. Only call him Buster if he is a scoundrel. Yeah, Buster is not a real name. I think you have that on your side. Um, yeah Frida, steak frida wait is like i'm sorry i didn't fully understand like this this guy is like constantly saying buster like he wants the kid to be named buster or it just like came up and now it's eating away at her i think it came up about child names that they like and then he mentioned buster she hated it and now he keeps bringing it up and he's pissing her <laughs> off yeah i think that like you whenever you argue about stuff that's like so hypothetical and far in the future I think you you might as well just not, right? Like I wonder how baby names happen. Like who like what if one person like who actually officially inputs it into a database? Do both parents have to sign off or can the dad just scurry off while the mom's giving birth be like write it down as Buster, but do like the birth certificate as Buster. I wonder. I mean, I bet you can get away with some John Wolf style uh, baby naming global, ceremony. Yeah. Like, local based shenanigans. Like, <laughs> Glocal will put on 
<laughs> Gluca will put on like scrubs, go into the <laughs> nurse's station and be like, oh yeah, so uh, Mr. and Mrs. Fritz over there uh, told me that the baby's name will be Buster. Yeah, uh, and then it's like officially Buster. And then they'll be like, oh, we thought his name was Henry. Uh, and he's like, no, actually, um, yeah, they said Buster, so... Yeah, and I wonder when that name becomes official. Is it like an electronic system where they like hit enter and it's like, now if you ever want to legally change it? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea how that type of shit works. I, I told you the story about how my sister Rachel uh, found out when she was 16 that her name was spelled differently, right? No. My, my sister Rachel, is uh, her name is spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L on her birth certificate. But I guess like when Rachel was going into... Or like even shortly after she was born, my mom was just like, "Oh, that like I don't want to give her a weird spelling. Like, I, I'll just make it Rachel." So she grew up R A C H E L, and then when she was sixteen, she like went to the DMV to get her driver's license, and they were like, "Your name is R A C H A E L. You can't just change it." Yeah, how did they know? They knew officially what her name was more than she did. Yeah, because you, I mean, that's what's on the birth certificate. I think that they they take that at the hospital. I'm sure there's like electronic systems for it now. They like, but I vaguely remember my birth certificate like being at City Hall when I had to go get my license. Yeah, I've never seen my birth like, certificate, I don't think. You, we have a copy of it, but I think the official one is like, it's filed in the city you were born. Right, and I was born in Israel, so my birth certificate is just how to spell my name in Hebrew. So, like, when did I choose? My mom could have been like, yeah, your name is spelled E-M-I-R or something. We really ought to have a bureaucrat on this podcast at some point. <laughs> I want to get down to the nitty-gritty of how do you choose a social security number, what's your official name, and when do you give it, and how do you change it? Yeah, is all that stuff done at the hospital, or does the hospital call what? You're the fucking government? <laughs> I want to say Trump is responsible for writing them all down into a book, but that doesn't yeah. make sense. Right. He's, they call him every time a baby is born in the United States. They're like, we need, we need like eight numbers, whatever, yeah. whatever you can come up with. <laughs> Nine numbers. I mean, shit. You know, he's not left or right-handed. That's never happened before. Really? He's bad. So with, guess, he's like, it's not ambidextrous because that means you're good with both hands. Right, You're, so he has two off hands. I don't know how he ever, like, how that wow. happened, because you have to, like... Dumbidextrous. <laughs> right, you think just by virtue of growing up in America would have chosen a dominant hand, but I guess he never got to that stage. Right, when you don't have to do shit. It's pretty cool, actually. It's kind of unique. <laughs> Not cool. Uh, all right, so don't name your kid Buster. Uh, you don't worry about it. He's probably teasing you at this point. This isn't a fight you have to have now. Not until, like... You're on like month eight of the pregnancy. That's when you yeah. start. That's when the fight becomes real. That's when you dig your heels in. Till then, you just let her, let him tucker himself out. What if two parents can't choose a name? They give birth to a child. Do they are like? Are they like? Can you just leave it blank for now? Or like, no, we we have to write it down. And the nurse just ends up like putting in a dummy name for now. I don't think they can leave it blank. Yeah. And it, I would imagine that the mom gets the final say. That would be wild if they're like, hey, the parents have to agree. Yeah. <laughs> Dad just like playing a switch in the corner. I really <laughs> still like Buster. Mom recovering from a C-section. <laughs> <laughs> Is Tetris a name? <laughs> yeah, you would. I think the mom chooses. That's insane if that's not the case. But what if the mom's like, I, li I really can't, fig I can't decide. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Do they 
maybe they let you take the baby home without a name. Seems crazy. Or the nurse is like, I'm going to have to just choose a name randomly and like assign it. And then you guys will have to change it down the line. We should look up, what if I can't choose a baby name? All right, yeah, look it up. Let's find out. I would like, it would be cool if someone would let us name a baby. Oh, that's cool. I guess people have asked that before, and we sort of gave like half-hearted suggestions. But like, legit, can me and you name a baby? Is anybody listening pregnant? Um, Is anybody listening pregnant? Let me Google that. Let us know. I I already have a whole bunch of... I have so many godchildren. I love them all like they're my own, and they are my own. <laughs> all right. If we had to name a kid, what would you go? You to go Hank for boy? No, because I want to use that one for my family. I think I can chip away at Jill between now and whenever we have oh, kids. Chip, Chip's pretty good. Chip is nice. Yeah. I'll, we don't have to make a whole thing of it. Chip's perfect. I like <laughs> Chip for a boy or a girl. Or for a girl, it could be Chip. <laughs> Chimp? Chimp for a girl, chip for a guy, chat for a chap, and slat for an eye. <laughs> oh, a pirate's life for me. <laughs> name your kid, throw him over the ledge, walk <laughs> the plank, and name her chimp. Squawk goes my parrot, thrust goes my sword, bury the treasure, eat a gourd. <laughs> oh, row, ho, yilly, ho, yee, hee, hee. Name a kid. Chimp for me. She's a little monkey, can't you see? Toss that baby over a bridge. Eat a fig. Make it ranch style. That's with all the fixins, you see? What the fuck was that, man? I'm sorry. I'm feeling very feverish at the moment. I don't even remember what I said. You're sick. You're absolutely sick. You're ill. You're not well, man. <laughs> it's 1984 and you're talking like a fucking pirate. Go home. Nobody wants to hear you yell. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll thank some sponsors. We'll look up how to name kids, I fucking guess. And uh, we'll be back after this. Woohoo! Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Bless you. Uh, uh, did I sneeze? <laughs> no, I was blessing them for sponsoring us. Oh, I see. Bless them. Uh, Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Gazuntite. <laughs> so you did think I sneezed. That time, yeah. <laughs> Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. <laughs> yes, there it is. <laughs> um, it has very simple drag and drop technology, so you can design it effortlessly Mm -hmm. you don't need to know how to code at all finally and you can still just come up with a professional looking portfolio or online store yes in minutes so simple you can even buy a domain name through squarespace oh my god that's why we hit you with a fresh new domain every single time mine this week is highrodney.com highrodney yes if you have a friend named rodney that you'd like to say hello to Hi, Rodney.com. And then you could make the landing page you kind of waving and That's saying cool. hello to your friend Rodney. That's not too dissimilar from mine, which is byrodney.com. Really? But B U Y Rodney.com. Really? If you want to purchase Rodney. Yeah. A yeah. hello or a chair or something <laughs> right. like that. So you, you can, can buy just something buy for Rodney. Rodney things. Right. Yeah. That's actually very interesting. I might cop that. I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> you buy what? I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> buy by Rodney. <laughs> yeah. I might buy by Rodney. I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying? 
<laughs> you can find out at highrodney.com. Uh, well, you can build anything you want, but you should go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your purchase of a website or domain. Amazing. So again, it's squarespace.com slash segments right. and use that coupon code, that promo code segments mm-hmm. uh, when you're ready to turn that free trial into a real official website for all to see. Beautiful. You get 10% off. They're already low, low prices. Exactly. Uh, so check them out. If you're ever in the need to create a website, remember squarespace.com yep. slash segments. Right on. <laughs> Thanks, Squarespace. <laughs> Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Woo! Holy smokes, Jake, you sleep on a Helix. Yeah, I'm in LA right now. Which means you live on a Helix. Yeah, I miss my Helix. You didn't bring it out? No, I should have. I should have. Well, you know how easy it is to take their sleep quiz, right? Yes, well, not easy, but let's let's not call it a quiz. I don't like that language. It's like a two-minute quiz. You say how you sleep, and then they match you with a perfect mattress. They say what? They They say what? Based on your answers, they can you say this. what they say? They select what are the, the what do the talking points say? Um, Why don't you read it verbatim instead yeah. of calling the quiz easy? Well, it's like a two minute quiz. Does it say that it's easy? Uh, it's a sleep quiz. Great, uh, <laughs> great. Yeah. Why don't you stick to the talking points, asshole? <laughs> Oh my right? God, why are you mad at me? Because you're calling the quiz easy, and it's actually more of a test. No, it's not a test. It's a very simple quiz. It's actually very important. Yeah, that I agree that it's important. It's complicated. Yeah, it's a sleep quiz you take. They, they ask you, like, how do you sleep? Where do, what do you prefer? And then they match you with a perfect mattress. That's that's right for you. That's true. Yes. Uh, and that personalized mattress is shipped right to your door free of charge. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Um, there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it. So mm-hmm. uh, they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Holy shit. But look, you're not going to need it because the mattress is kind of goaded. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders. Damn. And two free pillows for our listeners. Right on. You just go to helixsleep.com segments and use the code HELIXPARTNER20. HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. So hop on it right now if you need to upgrade your mattress, which borderline everyone has to. Yeah, yeah. Um, go to helixsleep.com slash segments and use that code helixpartner20, all one word, all at right. checkout. Love it. Thank you, Helix. Thank you. And we are back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little do you uh i was gonna bring up the meganism again because we got an interesting email um about your new diet but i did want to look um get into a quick uh question that i found answered what happens if parents don't give a baby their name oh yeah let's hear that yeah i didn't quite um get to the bottom of it because I only found out a fun article uh, about the UK. But okay. Listen to this interesting thing. This is from todayifoundout.com. Uh, beyond giving quite a lot of time for parents to pick a name, unlike a lot of countries, on this side of the pond, the UK is also pretty lax about the names you can pick, generally having a few guidelines other than it cannot contain obscenities, numbers, or be impossible to pronounce. So you can almost like, you can have your name be vetoed if you're like, want to call him like shitface69. Really? <laughs> yeah. I guess that's fair. 
Yeah, and then in contrast, in countries like Norway and Denmark, you're required to pick from an approved list of names. What? You have a list? Yeah, that's right. That's crazy. Yeah, in 1995, a Norwegian woman, Christy Larson, attempted to name her 14th child Gesher, which in Hebrew means bridge, can't confirm. Christy claims that the name came to her in her dream. The state, however, didn't care about her nocturnal hallucinations and fined her $420. Why? Because she didn't choose from the approved list of names. Weird. Yeah. So I'm sure there's even more to be learned, but that's just what I found out in a quick Google search on todayifoundout.com. Cool. Everyone at home, Google along. Send us your craziest baby naming stories. Um, speaking of UK, this guy named London Jackson emailed us about your Megan diet and said, uh, Jake's Megan diet debate was really fun. I've been vegan for 13 years now and I fully support the Megan diet. Every little bit helps. All right. I just thought I'd share that I have some friends that call themselves freegan when you're a vegan unless someone offers you something for free that contains dairy or honey or whatever. I have a few friends that I call Gemini vegans because they're vegan unless they're on vacation. <laughs> Love and support anyone trying to reduce their carbon footprint. So just to catch people up, you decided to be a vegan uh, in the new year, but not quite a vegan because you're not as strict because you have some exceptions. So you called it a vegan. I'm a vegan. stands for what? It's mostly vegan. And also the diet belongs to me as in vegan. <laughs> so you can fuck off if you're going to uh, nitpick what I eat, because that's my decision. For me, I'm a vegan. That's right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So me. how's your vegan diet going, and have you sort of solidified any of the rules around it yet? It's awesome. I killed a pig this morning, um, and I had an acai bowl. Okay, <laughs> so you're, you're hurting things. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not eating them. I can kill more animals. <laughs> Uh, and then are you uh, eating any more meat or less meat than you thought you would? If anything, more. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, I'm. it's been going good. It's pretty easy. Uh, I feel like I basically have traveled between New York and L.A. where most of the time I can very easily like get a vegan option on a menu if I am ordering and at home Jill cooks uh vegan food and i buy vegan groceries um and, and then like i went to your house and avital had made steak and i ate steak that was part of the veganism where it's or freeganism where it's vegan unless it's free food being offered to you yeah i've heard of freeganism is also freegans like just pay, take stuff out of the trash that's like another different type of dietary movement they only yeah. take eat discarded food <laughs> Which I wonder if that's just a joke and not an actual diet. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but yeah, veganism has been going A-OK. Uh, and does it bother you that you've never felt worse? I guess it's sort of interesting, all things considered, that I'm... <laughs> well, I, I, I do wonder, like, I don't think I'm eating healthier. I'm definitely eating more vegetables. But like, when I was in LA, I got like a vegan burrito. It didn't seem like it was necessarily good for me. Last night... I ordered vegan pizza with uh, my brother and Dave Rosenberg. I don't think that was good for me. I had like, it was like nut cheese, bread, uh, ranch dressing, and cauliflower. It was like, it was like a, it was kind of like a, a, 
uh, a buffalo chicken pizza, but everything was fake. But it was still right. like, it, it didn't taste like I was eating a salad, I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's right. And you're not like, you're still gorging yourself, so you feel full to a fault at the end of it. Yeah, I, I think that there's definitely a way to make it like healthier. Right now, I'm just sort of prioritizing not eating uh, meat when I can help it. But yeah. I, there have been t- like I was in LA, I got a vegan burrito. Yeah, so like I don't think it was healthy. Damn, Daniel. Um, but you know, we're only uh, we're only 17 days into the, into 2020, so we'll see. We'll see what it brings. Are you interested in trying a, uh, a vegan diet? No, I'm not. I, I'm quite not. I'm interested in reducing my carbon footprint for sure, but but not in terms of not eating animals. Yeah, that's like, one of the. I think the that's like one of the best ways to feels, reduce the. What's that? At the very least, fish feels fine. Yeah, every I don't know. It's everything feels fine, and then also everything feels like it's the end of the world. Because like even yeah. fishing, like the idea of fish feels fine, and then you like, I don't know. You learn that. Uh, they inject dye into fish and they farm salmon, whatever. It's all, everything's We're terrible. All fucked. Yeah. And then I think like but, my biggest thing is like gluten, like eating a lot of bread and eating a lot of like uh, all that, like um, what's it called? Enriched and scientifically produced and non whole food based foods. Right. What? Like I'd want to eliminate that from my diet before I like white chicken meat. Yeah, I could, I could see that. But I mean, the good thing, I can still have white chicken meat on my vegan diet because it's like mostly vegan and I don't care if I have it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. Here's a question from another Brit. Let's stay across the pond. Why not? We'll call this man, um, uh, you know, that famous British um, man. Boris Johnson. What? Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson writes, I'm a 20-year-old Brit, and I recently started my first 9-to-5 office job. Holy shit, how do adults stay sane working eight hours doing nothing? I'm looking for advice on how I can make these terrible hours go by faster. I tried listening to a certain podcast, wink, wink, to help, and learned the hard way that listening to something that makes you laugh audibly can be an embarrassment in the office. Thank you. Hmm. We never had to have a bad boring nine to five there were i mean yeah but there were times that i was bored at college humor right but a boring day at college humor still feels probably more exciting than most office jobs yeah that's definitely true um it's hard to go from student which is like you know college student which is definitely not nine to five straight and like you know tests that you have to study for you're sort of making your own schedule into the workforce which is like much more strict you don't even have exams so you're not like necessarily stimulated in the same way it's sort of this weird anti-school yeah that is that's a kind of insane culture shock i imagine uh school to nine to five i mean what was the worst job you ever had besides uh head gum uh <laughs> besides podcasting guy uh i didn't really have any like bad job like i was a tutor which was fine it was nice uh I worked on my like school's newspaper uh, at Berkeley a little bit, but that wasn't like a nine to five. That was like helping out as much as possible. And then I went straight into college humor. You really had it easy, you little shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I worked in a I worked in a coal mine, um, but that was only for a summer. When was that? Uh, it was only for a summer. Where? What's that? I can't hear you. 
Uh, What's that? Uh, <laughs> You're talking softly now. I didn't really do it, ass. <laughs> I was trying to look cool in front of our freaking listeners. I worked in a coal mine. Well, not in the mine, but like there was a trailer at the top and I would like answer people's emails and questions and <laughs> phone calls. I, I did, had a, I had a summer job where I was a camp counselor during the day, like from 9 a.m. to 2. And then I would work at my dad's office from like 2 p.m. to 6 yeah. So that was like a really long day where, uh, I mean, the parts where I worked at my dad's office was super boring. Yeah, uh, working as an assistant in a tax accounting firm's office at age 19. It's not, it's, it's not accounting, it's tax law. There's a difference. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. What are you still working there? <laughs> I'm still working. No, okay. Well, it's, it's a family fucking business. <laughs> and, I, and I think you'd have to call my dad a glorified accountant. He's a, is that where he's a you were lawyer, yesterday, is by it, the way? Huh? Is that where you were yesterday? We couldn't get a hold of you. You were... I'm a gopher at my dad's <laughs> law firm. Yeah, so when what? they need toner... <laughs> yeah, you're like a what? Like an intern? Not an intern. I'm a gopher. <laughs> As in... I get the shit that they need when they need it. I'm kind of like an office manager and I supply the toner. <laughs> yeah, what is toner exactly when you say toner? I think it's you... like ink. <laughs> when they need to print things legal size on the, on the A16, that's the that's the 8 by 16 paper legal yeah. law size. Yeah. <laughs> when they run out of that and they run out of toner, they ask the gopher and that's me and I grab it. Sorry. Any advice on how to make a 9 to 5 better? I think you really got to become friends with your coworkers. Your job's not going to get better. The work's not necessarily going to get better. But if you are surrounded by people that you like, the sense of camaraderie uh, might make the work more enjoyable. You'll have a lunch hour with friends. You'll be able to get a drink after work with some ch some chums. So yeah, really, that's... it just takes one office crush, and like that, just will make full seasons fly by. Yeah, uh, I think. I guess I wouldn't necessarily say develop a crush on someone because that can be complicated, but uh, get close to your coworkers. Maybe that's a crush. Maybe it's not. Who knows? I'm not going to tell you how to live your life except for getting close to your coworkers in some fashion. Can you force a crush? I, I don't think you can force a crush, no. But I think that they happen pretty naturally when you're, when you're working. Like you have a, a, an office crush, a work crush. You usually do. Yeah. Like even if it's not serious, you would just you just like have somebody that you are fascinated by. I think that happens. Yeah. It's almost unavoidable. Yeah. It's like in a room, there's like this famous math uh, I guess thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that uh, says if there's 16 or 17 people in a room, the odds of two of them having the same birthday are like 50%. It's much higher than you would think. So if you're if you're in an office with 17 people, the odds of two people having a crush on each other are probably over 50%. Yeah, 17 people, I think two the odds of two people like falling in love over a period of time if those people congregate uh, regularly, I think is high. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's try to get to one last question. Yes. Um we'll call this man uh Golden Mike. Ooh, very good. I've been a fan of Jake and Amir since it ended in 2015, but I didn't realize you guys had a podcast. Since then, I've listened to almost every episode twice, and I can honestly say every golden mic Jake has ever won was not only deserved, it was earned. Yes. Any, 
Anyway, my question might not be one you typically answer, so I'll make it quick. That's right. Have either of you ever struggled with an addiction? I'm addicted to smoking cigarettes and weed. I'm currently in a place of my life where it's easy to feed my addiction and I'm struggling to stop. Any tips or advice would be greatly appreciated. Or at least two minutes of entertainment while I take a ride on this Puff the Magic Dragon. Thanks. Nice. Um, I think I've been addicted to stuff. I don't know. There's. I wonder. I've definitely had compulsions to do stuff. Is that addiction? Yeah, I don't know. There's like addiction where it's like, I can't put my phone down. And then there's addiction where it's like, my body chemically craves nicotine. Is that the yeah. same thing? I've never had anything like that where it feels like I am like, I've had things where it feels like I can't stop, like putting my phone down. I guess like there are like times when I was doing lots of drugs, but I never felt like I needed it. I couldn't survive without it, you know? It was more like just more fun to have it. Yeah, I was like addicted to having fun and I felt like I couldn't have fun without certain drugs. <laughs> but we've had friends who were addicted to cigarettes that tried like, there was a book that helped some of my friends that was like yeah. hypnotherapy. Yeah, some of our friends got hypnotized. Oh, Alan Carr's Easy Way to Stop Smoking. Oh yeah, I remember that. We had friends that like would read that book and stop smoking for months at a time. We had a bunch of friends who had nicotine gum the there was a hypnotherapist going through like the college humor offices yeah. was there is there anything that you've ever been addicted to though uh me personally no i mean phone is an obvious one that's why i cut the uh, instagram stories out of my life yeah like when do you have a, when do you have habits like i i don't know i we'd have to like talk to an actual doctor i think to understand what the difference is between like compulsion addiction habits and all that type of shit yeah, um, is it all the same chemical addiction or is addiction specifically like a scientific craving for something? I think addiction, I mean, addiction is a much, much more serious uh, thing than being quote unquote addicted to your phone. Right. But there are, I mean, there's definitely resources for stopping smoking. Me and Amir clearly aren't a good one, but we told you about two different, a book and a, hypno, and a hypnotherapist. So there's two ideas. How is that not enough for you? <laughs> That's why you listen to the pod, because me and Amir are addiction specialists. <laughs> you went to through a little cigarette thing a little bit, right? I, I was never addicted. I like used to like smoking cigarettes because I thought it made me look cool. Yeah. But then like you were you would have like this like evening cigarette or like yeah. driving cigarette. I did on the way I think it was just like it was definitely because I was, when we first moved out to LA, I think it was like a little stressed or something because that was when we were writing the pilot and I would have a cigarette in the evening as a way to unwind. Yeah, like a nightcap. A night cigarette, yeah. I guess, I, but I don't think I was ever addicted because I don't, if, if I didn't have that, it would be fine. I wouldn't be like in a bad mood. I guess that's like a slippery slope on your way to being addicted to cigarettes. I definitely could have become addicted, but I don't think I ever was. I wonder if caffeine also, like, you have oh, yeah. multiple coffees a day. I guess that's an addiction, actually. Um, I, I, my body would go through withdrawal and has when I, like, didn't drink coffee. There have been times when I I don't drink coffee in the morning and I, like, start to get a headache. And you hear about people that try to quit uh, caffeine and get migraines for the day or for a few days or something. Yeah. Whenever I'm sick, like, in the heart of the sickness, I don't crave 
that iced coffee that I used yeah, to Yeah, that's happened to, it's happened to me where I'm like sick and I don't want coffee, but then in the afternoon I'll start to get a headache and I'll be like, why do I feel sick? Why do I feel sicker? I'm like, oh yeah, I need to get, just have a little coffee. Right. Uh, it just feels fine, more fine because it's coffee instead of like, why do I have this headache? Oh yeah, because I haven't had whiskey today. Yeah, I mean, there's coffee is definitely one of those acceptable addictions. I want to be addicted to water. Do you not drink enough water? I don't drink enough water. I, my brother was thinking that I might drink too much water. Oh, you pee too clear. Yeah. I thought that like you, there wasn't really too much. You couldn't really drink too much water, but maybe I'm like flushing out my systems. Maybe that's why my neck hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could drown your body. Yeah. It'd be really nice for you and I to just like spend a day with a, with like a, some kind of smart person. Not just a smart person, but like, so, like a body expert, a fitness expert, uh, <laughs> I don't know, a jacked doctor that could tell us everything that we need to know. An Arnold Schwartz, a doctor of sorts. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, all right, that's it. That's our time. Thanks for emailing us. Uh, if you have your own questions or theme song submissions, send them to if I were you show at gmail.com. The opening theme song was written by Aaron Brown. I thought it was Dave this Grohl. The closing one was writ- is a jazzy number. Uh, written by Brian Payne. Ooh, I love a jazzy number. Um, I should say we have uh, more If I Were You waiting for you on our Patreon if uh, at patreon.com slash JA. That's right. And uh, some Jake and Mir watch videos over there. Lonely, Lonely and Horny is over there. Season one over there. Working on getting Lonely and Horny season two over there. Come on, dude. Uh, we're busy. We're busy over there. And a, a headgum video you can watch right now with Finn Wolfhard. That's right. That is right. The wolf for the wolf. That was a very fun day. Finn was in uh, in our office. We created some quality content. We laughed. We recorded it. And it's online. YouTube.com slash HeadGum. Check it out. Uh, all right. And of course, we'll be back next week where both of us will feel 100%. How cool is that? I cannot wait. I really can't. Man. It's going to be so good. Folks, now we've got a premiere comedy duo for you all. I think y'all will enjoy them there something else. In fact, one of them is a full-grown chipmunk. It's really spectacular. Not only is he a full-size chipmunk, he can uh, read, write, and answer people's questions. He sounds just like a person's. Really something else. Anyway, without further ado, I give you, if I were you, That was a HeadGum Podcast.